This episode of Radio Techers is brought to you in part by Trip Surfer Vacations. Travel is opening up again, and we know you're ready to go. Trip Surfer Vacations has great all-inclusive packages for your next beach vacation and all the info you need to know about your next trip. So whether you're headed to the Cancun, Cozumel, Cabo, or the Caribbean, Trip Surfer Vacations has you guys covered. We even have partnerships for European adventures as well. So we know you're ready to go. Visit TripSurferVacations.com and let them know that Radio Techers sent you. Y'all have fun out there. How did we become Central Ohio's most trusted team of orthopedic experts? We focus on what matters most, our patients. At Orthopedic One, we know we're only at our best when we're helping you get better. And every day, your commitment to overcoming pain and injury inspires and moves us. That's why we bring our best every day to earn your trust. Find a physician near you at orthopedicone.com. This episode of Headlock Talk is brought to you by... Austin-based company Naturally Hemp's and their new line of CBD gummies. These gummies are made with 100% baked-in, pharmaceutical-grade, non-isolate-based CBD. What we're talking about here is the entourage effect. The entourage effect refers to the stronger effect you get when combining multiple cannabinoids together, as opposed to just CBD. Full-spectrum CBD, or CBD distillate, tends to be more potent and last longer, which is what we're talking about here. Unlike some other brands that use a spray-on CBD, Naturally Hemp CBD distillate is baked in, so you know you're getting the full dose with each gummy. I personally use them for all kinds of things, like sleep aid or muscle pain. And did I mention they taste great? They got five flavors. Uh, strawberry, green apple, lemon lime, watermelon, and get this, the orange flavor has vitamin C in it. Ooh. So... If this sounds like something you could go for, head over to your nearest Creative Sig vape shop and pick yours up today to see for yourself the difference Naturally Hemp's gummies can make in your life. Bonus! Episode! PWG Battle of Los Angeles 2019 Night 2 Review, ladies and gentlemen. At home... Drawing pictures of mountaintops <laughs> with him on top, lemon yellow sun. Arms raised in a. All right, I'm done. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Headlock Talk. Oh, snap. Oh, snap, indeed. Oh, snap. <laughs> I'm, of course, the Texas gentleman, Tanner Pruitt. And right across from me here, Eddie Vedder. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding, guys. Uh, it, it is, of course, the one, the only Mr. Stephen Grudy. If you couldn't tell, that was not the singer of Pearl Jam. No. But it, it was very close, I understand. Y- the y- confusion, I get it. Yeah, it was a... I, I mean, I got confused. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I clearly saw you turn into a, a very short man from Seattle who mm-hmm. could really belt out some tunes. <laughs> 
I don't know where this came from. Uh, <laughs> and, I don't, and I don't know where this is going either. I don't know. I, I just started doing it, and he pressed record, and then here we are. But, yeah. Well, I hope you guys have had as much fun as we've had in the, in the like, the, what is it, the first three minutes of the show? Yeah, this is beautiful. Uh, yeah, we're, we're going we're gonna to jam on this here for a little bit. Um, <laughs> yeah, guys, welcome, of course, to uh, our... Second review here of Battle of Los Angeles 2019. We are, of course, covering night two yes, here for this special bonus episode. Uh, we, of course, covered night one in the previous episode. Mm. So, you know, uh, if you haven't gotten a chance to check that one out, do have a listen. Yes, definitely. We are also recording this uh, prior to night two of WrestleMania 36, so don't forget to tune into those episodes as well if you haven't gotten a chance to check those out. We've had Mags on, we've got a lot of other special friends on, and uh, it's going to be a really good time. Yes, so, indeed. yeah, I'm, it's going to be a treat. Super pumped. <laughs> <laughs> super pumped. I'm super pumped. Um, we 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 just watched. Battle of Los Angeles uh, 2019, Night 2. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I'm feeling a lot more positive about Night 2 than I was about Night 1. I will say that. Yeah, uh, I think both nights were good. Um, mm. This, man, Night 2 just uh, kind of continued and made worse. The only problem that Night 1 really had for me is that all the matches are so long. Yes. They're so long. They're, and, mm-hmm. like, I love everyone that's in the ring, right? Yeah, yeah. But... I don't need every match to be this like Iron Man crazy banger <laughs> match. Like it, it's ridiculous. They're so long. Yes. No, this is this is quite true. Like I had no idea that Tony Deppen was also the Undertaker, right? <laughs> like like yeah. it was ridiculous. Yeah. Um so uh yeah, I mean we'll we'll break down the card for you. We'll kind of give you our initial thoughts, but yes. We want you to help us support independent wrestling. So if you haven't had a chance, uh, go ahead and uh, uh, try and either download these shows. that I've, I think I've got them for only like $7.50. So try and get these shows while they're on sale, uh, whether it's PWG or you know uh, Westside uh, Wrestling from Germany. Anything from HighSpots.com helps support independent wrestling for a great cause here. That yep. we 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 are in no way affiliated with HighSpots.com. No, no definitely. I do not. want to make that clear. But uh, considering that they were in charge of uh, WrestleCon and a lot of the other great stuff that you see around independent wrestling, uh, yeah, let's yeah. let's help support independent wrestling. Yeah, today. and we're, we are also not at all affiliated with ProWrestlingTees.com. But if you would like to support your uh, favorite independent wrestler, mm. ProWrestlingTees.com. Yes. Get yours. Yeah. I was, yeah. I was, I'm, I'm wanting to get that Orange Cassidy shirt. Like, it's a nice like shirt. super yeah. bad. Yeah. Yeah. I really do want that shirt. Um, also, we are in no way affiliated with PWG. So, no. yes. This whole episode is really um, unauthorized, really. <laughs> <laughs> Unsanctioned. Unsanctioned. <laughs> um, or, or unpaid for. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> we'll say that. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so, PWG, Battle of Los Angeles, night two, kicked off with Joey Janela taking on Mick Moretti. Now, this is the first time I've actually seen Mick Moretti before. Same. And uh, I was quite impressed. That man has quite the versatile uh, arsenal of moves. Yeah, no, he's got a lot of, like, really just, 
like weird moves, I guess. Like yeah. he did this one move where uh, he got Irish whipped into the into the corner turnbuckle, mm. and then he kind of ducked his head down and did like a stand on the top buckle on mm. his shoulders. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then he like jumped with his shoulders mm. to the outside of the ring, and, and it's just like weird things like that where it's like I have never seen anyone even attempt something like that before. Right? Like, you know? Right. And well, and at the beginning of the match, he like like Janela's doing his Janela thing, right? right? And then like you know Mick Moretti like does a handstand. He's like, and then he's like, starts to come at you know Joey Janela like while doing like like just sitting on his head, mm-hmm. and it's like this is the the, the craziest thing I've ever it, seen. Yeah, and he's like <laughs> jumping at Joey. Yeah, while on his yeah, like like a spider. Yeah, <laughs> it was pretty pretty dope. Yeah, um, but yeah, uh, this is a a pretty solid match. Like like I've. Um, I don't know if I've mentioned this before on the show, but I mean, I'll go ahead and say it. I've never been a huge fan of Joey Janela. Don't crucify me, ladies and gentlemen. Just just point it out there. I'm not. I'm not a big fan. But I was definitely bought into Mick Moretti and Joey Janela. Man, I'll give him this. He made Mick Moretti look like a million bucks. Yeah. No, he absolutely did. He was bumping all over the place and selling for Mick Moretti. These guys had a pretty decent match. Yeah, no, they had a really good match. Uh, I would agree with that. Um, I personally am a fan of Joey Janela. I know mm-hmm. he's not like, he's not a you know technical master or or mm-hmm. you know he's not six foot seven, three hundred fifty pounds, but um, he does what he's there for. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I appreciate that from him. But man, if you're a fan of uh, Joey Janela and you want to see him wrestle a guy with a really Weird, interesting uh, move set. Very unique. Very unique. Uh, yeah, this this match would be for you. Yeah, I I, uh, I, I would say that this is a a very solid match here. I I, w- I would put it in. Um, um, we'll give it a grade, right? Mm. I, I guess I guess we can grade these. Yeah. Um, uh, we've we've gone away from star rankings recently. I, I don't know if you guys have noticed. But yeah. we, we, you know, star ratings are kind of uh, controversial. Very divisive. Yeah, very divisive. Yes, yeah. I, I would agree with you there, Stephen. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna tip our hat here to uh, our good friend Conrad Cushman from the Everything Pro Wrestling Show. Tip of the hat to you, Conrad. Mm. Yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna grade these with letter gradings. How, how about that? Yeah. I think letter gradings sound a little bit. more. A little bit nicer. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I gave this a, a solid. Uh, I, w- I would say a solid B, a solid B as far as the match is concerned. Also gave it a solid B. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was uh, a good match. Uh, went a little long, mm-hmm. um, but uh, you'll you'll come to find out. Pretty mm-hmm. much all of these matches went on a little long, mm-hmm. um, with with the exception of like one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I would say it's about right. Yeah, uh, Joey Janela um, obviously is a very unique kind of cat. And so is Mick Moretti. So, I mean, just out of just uniqueness alone, this was uh, worth your time, Yeah, I would there, say. There's one move that Mick Moretti did that I will not spoil, because it, it blew my mind when he did it. So yes. So, it, it was very cool. Yes. Very uh, um, old school. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Um, yeah, the finish came when Mick Moretti, uh, he, he launched a fireball from outside of the ring. Fuck, that was the oh. move oh, that well, I didn't want to say. I, mm. That's okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's okay. Mm. You fucking ruined everything, Tanner. 
<laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, it, it is a fireball. Yeah. Threw a fireball. It was dope. <laughs> threw a fireball at yep. him. I'm sorry. I didn't know Steven. It's okay. <laughs> um, I, I feel terrible about no. this. Um, but uh, Joey Janela then countered it um, after he took the fireball to the face. He he then got a towel from somewhere and then threw it at uh, Moretti's face and then hit him with a super kick. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there, there you go. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, very unique match. Mm-hmm. Definitely worth your time checking out. Um, the second match on the card. God damn. Yeah. I mean, geez. I mean, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jake Atlas versus Jungle Boy. Um, look, I didn't know I was about to watch Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels from yeah. WrestleMania 25. <laughs> look, I mean, this was this was just ridiculous. Yeah. No, this match was incredible. Uh, definitely the best match on the card, in my opinion, for mm. sure. Mm. Uh, I'm a big fan of Jungle Boy. Obviously, mm. uh, AEW fanboy over here, so Jungle Boy's mm-hmm. real, real deep in my heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really like Jake Atlas, though. We saw him uh, the the last time he went to Wrestle Circus. That was the first time I had seen Jake Atlas. Mm-hmm. Um, so seeing him here, I know he debuted on NXT uh, not, not too long ago, but yes. seeing him in here with Jungle Boy, both of them doing just what the hell they know how to do and, mm. and just really, really making a, a fantastic match out of it. I gave this match a solid A+. This match was really, really great. Mm-hmm. If you're going to watch any match from Battle of Los Angeles, now, keep in mind, I haven't seen Night 3 yet, yes. but uh, just out of Night 1 and Night 2, dude. Yeah, this match was fantastic. Yeah. Just uh, two great guys who know how to work that particular style. They they really busted everything out of their arsenal uh, to you know make this match great. And uh, I mean, I know I I drew comparisons to Undertaker, Shawn Michaels from WrestleMania 25, but if you just like if you shrunk <laughs> Undertaker and Shawn Michaels down and you made them like quote unquote cruiser weights right you know to work an indie style match then this was exactly what that was it was uh, quite epic i totally enjoyed it and uh i i also i i gave it an a uh, yeah. steven loved it maybe a little bit more than i did but yes this was a bonkers match yeah very very good highly recommend it for sure yeah i mean this is totally a match well worth your time well worth seeing man i I know Jake Atlas debuted on NXT not too long ago, mm. and uh, yes, he did sign a contract. Mm. <sighs> Get out of it and go to AEW, please. Yeah, you think he made a mistake? Yes, go to AEW. Come mm. on, you could give me that match on Dynamite. Well, it wasn't uh, a good look to put him in there to debut against also Loomis, who was debuting, and right. then Loomis was like, "I'm big," yeah. and then he just like crushed Jake Atlas. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was sad, but. Uh, I mean, who knows? Uh, no. I don't. I don't know how long the contract's for necessarily. Uh, I'm assuming a year, just because mm-hmm. it's a first time deal. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe we'll see him somewhere else in the future. Um, well, may- they're, they're, maybe we'll see him go on a freaking tear in NXT. We don't yeah, know. Yeah, there's still time just yeah. because he gets crushed in his debut. I mean, doesn't mean you know it's the end of the world. No, I mean it's true. It's true. It, yeah. It's just like ah, you massacred my boy. Like <laughs> true, you know. But who knows? We we still have. Uh, Plenty of time for for him to you know make his comeback in NXT, or if he decides to go somewhere else, maybe maybe do something there. Who knows? Yeah. But uh, Jake Atlas, he's great. Yeah, Jake Atlas is great. Jungle Boy was great. Yes. Yeah, um, he, it was pretty boss. Yeah, mm. it's boss time. <laughs> yes, no, it's not. <laughs> it's not it's boss not. time. Maybe later, man. I think <laughs> hell would freeze over if Sasha Banks just appeared at PWG. I'm just like, 
What? <laughs> what are you doing here? It's gonna take on Jungle Boy. That'd be crazy. I, think I would. It, I, think, I would really like that match. I think it could work. That could work really yeah, well. I think actually, it work. Yeah. Um, Anyways, <laughs> moving right along. Yeah. Uh, Phoenix, uh, Ray Phoenix, of course, of uh, Lucha Bros fame, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, took on Aramis in also a, a very good match. Yeah, definitely a very good match. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think PWG. Um, they're they're some of the best with with like lucha style yeah. stuff. They they really just let those guys go, uh, which I think is great. With, with lucha, if you try to put too many too many ropes on it and too many mm-hmm. ties around it, it just gets like boring and stagnant. Mm, Where, yeah. Whereas with with uh, this match and, and a lot of PWG's matches uh, with luchadors, man, yeah, they're, they're just great. Like all the way through, you know, like PWG had. Um, the best luchador match I've ever seen in my whole life. Um, mm. What what show was that? Uh, that was PWG sixteen, yeah. I believe. Yeah. yeah, the six the six, six man, man tag. luchador tag match. That was just freaking nuts. It was that was bonkers. that was definitely my top ten matches of the year last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, just wonderful, wonderful match. Yeah. Um, uh, this was uh, this match here, Ray Phoenix versus Aramis, who I believe he was Aramis was making his debut in PWG. Yeah. On this occasion, he super impressed me. He mm-hmm. was very, very good. Um, and Phoenix, I mean, this, I mean, Phoenix hardly ever has a bad match on his own. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, it's kind of crazy. Um, this was really what the 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 tag team luchador match should have been from night one. The, the you know where you had Mexa Blood and uh, um, what was the, the, uh, the uh, yeah the Lucha Bros. What am I talking about? Yeah, yeah. those guys. Yeah, you know. Um, this is everything that that match should have been. Yeah. Um, so that, that lifted expectations back up a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I, I can agree with that. I think that match was uh, a little bit disappointing for both of us. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it wasn't a bad match per se, but we're not talking about that match. We're talking mm-hmm. about this one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So you got Ray Phoenix doing what he does. He's mm-hmm. fantastic at it. You have Artemis, uh, very obviously clearly talented, uh, but we've never seen him before. So having mm-hmm. someone like Ray, who knows what the hell they're doing to the point that you can just have someone like Artemis who we've never seen before. Aramis. Aramis, excuse me. Yes. Um, and, and just go out there and make him look like a million dollars. Like, it was a good match. It was a good yeah. match. No, it was, it was wonderful. Yeah. I, I liked it a lot. Uh, B plus. Th- yeah, this one. From me. Y- yes. Uh, I, I also gave it a B plus. Mm-hmm. Still very good stuff. Yes, this, uh, this match was, unfortunately, plagued by the same thing that most of the matches were. It's just a little long. I, it's just a little long. I found this to be just right. I, I felt like if they went any longer, I would have been like, eh, no. To each their own. Yeah. yeah. Now, this next match, uh, yes, this next match went on very, 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 very long. Dude. Um, yeah, this match was crazy. Th- the Rascals took on this tag team super group, if you will. Yeah, it, um, you have a kid from Team White Wolf, mm-hmm. which is a fantastic tag team over in Spain, and then you also had Kyle Fletcher uh, of Aussie Arrow fame, who is, uh, I mean, obviously super good. I mean, he's he's kind of a. Uh, um, He's kind of treading down the same path. I feel like, like, uh, like Will Osprey did, where he mm-hmm. was like super good junior, kind of skilled, kind of guy, kind of around that same size and weight class. And now he's kind of buffing up a little bit more. He's going yeah. for that that progress heavyweight, you mm-hmm. know, spot. Um, well, the last time I saw him uh, was in progress, maybe about I don't know six or seven months ago. Um, and he wasn't a small guy then by any means, but mm. uh, seeing him now. 
man, he's already put on so much weight. Yeah, he's like, he's getting he's getting pretty pretty buff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but so um, what's the best way of saying this without getting in trouble? Mm. Um, I say it how you want to. Yeah, thanks, man. I feel like the rascals are trying somewhat to be like the modern day young bucks. Um, you know, if if you're a PWG fan from back in the day, you'll remember how the Young Bucks would have these like 20 minute epic long matches that were like filled with spots, and people would complain about like, oh, that lacks psychology. Um, little did we know, Young Bucks actually use psychology very very well. But I feel like this is the this is the same kind of similar criticism as as the rascals are getting now or or that that I feel like it's drawing that comparison here um they do have great spots they do have great moves they're a very talented tag teams there's nothing wrong with them and in fact it's probably a compliment to be compared to the young bucks in a way I mean yeah of course um but I do feel like this match ran very very long mm-hmm. it was very drawn out uh, there were some comedy bits here and there but mm-hmm. it was there was definitely more than one moment where I was like where are we going? Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Um, like like you said, there there wasn't anything like inherently like, oh man, this match is bad. You yeah, know? uh, it, it wasn't a bad match per se. It was just weird momentum. It took forever. It, it took so long. And you, uh, what'd you say? It was like uh fifteen to twenty minutes. What was it? Uh, yes. Uh, so this match went. Da, 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 tw- almost 23 minutes long. It felt like an hour. It, it truly did. It, it felt so long. And, you know, I, I don't think there's necessarily anything wrong with the, the quote-unquote spot fest matches, mm-hmm. you know, where it's like there's really not much going on other than that guy's flipping a lot and that guy's flipping a lot. Um, but if you're going to have a match like that and make it this long... You got to have some psychology to it to keep everyone engaged, because mm-hmm. it, it's it, it's literally just that guy flipped and then that guy flipped and then that guy flipped and then there's a one two three and the match is over. Wow, that took forever, right? And, <laughs> you know what I mean? And uh, I, I think in the beginning they they did a, a good job of keeping everyone you know entertained. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, there was the comedy spots with with Desmond and everything like that. Um, but then it just kind of went off the rails, and, and I don't know if they even necessarily knew where they were going. Mm. Uh, it was kind of just like, all right, we're going to keep wrestling for a little bit. It, it wasn't right. really going anywhere necessarily. Right. Well, and here's the here's the other thing, too, that was somewhat um, bothersome about this match in particular. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Rascals are, of course, the PWG Tag Team Champions. This, in fact, was a non-title match. Why would you extend out this match to be over 20 minutes long and try to make it something epic when the titles aren't on the line? It just seems a little bit backwards. I mean, yeah, just, that's that's valid. Just just, just my bit of criticism here. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, these guys worked very, very hard. It was a very, very um, spot-worthy match. So if you like big spots, 
this is definitely right up your alley. If you don't mind uh, burning the 20-plus minutes for it, go right ahead. This was still solid, good stuff yeah. o- overall. I-, I ended up giving this a B-. minus. I also gave it a B-. minus. Yeah. I was at a B, uh, and then right around the 15-minute mark, I was like, all right, I'm taking, I'm taking off that half grade there. <laughs> yeah. Little did you know it would go 10 more minutes. <laughs> Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Next match on the card here, P, uh, PWG. Hmm. Y- yes. 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 <laughs> You're not technically wrong. Yes, this is true. Yeah. Um, next match on the card, Bandito versus Puma King. Um, this was interesting. I-, I would actually put it up there with the um, the Ray Phoenix and Aramis matches. Um, now, this wasn't nearly as mind-blowing in terms of the spots, but... It, but Bandito, he's just like he's like the Hulk Hogan of PWG. Like mm. he just gets in there, he gets the crowd pumped up, he gets them into the match. He is the most wanted. Uh, you know, he is Bandito. I mean, yeah, yeah. Bandito does not have bad matches, and Puma no. King was there to to really you know make him look very very good. Um, he, there was good, uh, you know, back and forth. Both guys had great offense in there. But of course, I mean, Bandito, uh, he put on quite a show here, and so did Puma King. Yeah, no, absolutely. I completely agree. Um, I, I love seeing uh, Bandito just whenever, really. Like, like yeah. you said, he doesn't have bad matches. Uh, I put Bandito and Jeff Cobb kind of in the same category. Um, hmm, where, how ironic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whereas Jeff Cobb is a big man, you're expecting uh, big holds, you're expecting big strikes. What you're not expecting is springboard attacks and off the top rope flying moves. And then you have Bandito. He's luchador, you know, through and through. You're expecting top rope moves. You're expecting mm. springboards. But what you're not expecting is really, really clean strikes mm. and really, really well set up submissions and grapples and holds. Uh, so I, I put them kind of in the same category because they're they're deceptive with their their mm. skill set and their move set. One other thing um, that Bandito is very deceptive about is how strong he is. Oh yeah, this yeah. man is amazingly strong. He's like an ant. Yeah, <laughs> it's like lifting fifty times his weight. Yeah, yeah. He's he's just he's just incredible. Um, Ring of Honor is very um, blessed to have him. Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah. So uh, I gave this also a B plus. Again, B+. You, like you alluded to earlier, Stephen, um, you can't really have a bad match with them. No, no, definitely not. And I mean, uh, I'm not like, you know. Head over heels in love with Puma King. Uh, I think he's great, um, but you know when you when you compare Puma King to Bandito, it's really not a contest. But putting them in a match together, I think made both of them look really, really good. Mm. Uh, they work really well together. I, I think. I think so. Yeah, I, I think so. Um, uh, these single match singles matches, of course, that we've uh, made note of here. If you haven't um, heard already, or if you haven't uh, listened to episode one of this bonus series. Um, yeah, the, these single matches here are for the Battle of Los Angeles tournament. So right. when the winner went, you know, the winner obviously goes on to the next round of the tournament. Um, so loser gets eliminated. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So Joey Janela, Jake Atlas, Phoenix, and now Bandito have all advanced in the tournament here. Mm-hmm. The next match was, uh, t- Tony Deppin versus Pentagon Jr. And, um, Possibly one of the more ridiculous matches here on on the show. Yeah, I, I would say um, definitely my least favorite match on the card. Um, oh, really? 
Oh yeah, like not even interesting. Not even a question. Mm. It, it was interesting for about four minutes. Yeah, and, and then it just it's like, all right, wrap it up, guys. Wrap it up. <laughs> but let's let's get on with this. If, if you put Ken Shamrock in the body of Orange Cassidy, you would have Tony Depp in. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, it, it was that level of intensity uh, with Pentagon Jr., um, you know, who clearly uh, just wanted to, to tar and feather Tony Depp. And, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, look, it was, a, it was a stiff contest. It was fine. Tony Deppin's very sleazy, um, <laughs> as I noted in last episode, yeah. you know, um, which I think is what he's going for. Kind of. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um I don't think he would argue against that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this was very interesting, um, <laughs> to say the least. Pentagon, uh, he does get the win um after nearly breaking Tony Deppin's neck. Um, several times. Several times. Yeah. Uh almost deserved. No, I'm just kidding. Um <laughs> uh, <laughs> just kidding, Tony. Yeah, just kidding. We would love to have you on the show. Yes. If you want to come on, you probably don't now, but no. <laughs> we were kidding. So, um, but yeah, no, they uh, they said some very mean things about each other. They did, and and I kind of like Pentagon a little bit. Yeah. So you know, I was like, well, who knows? I guess I hate you now, Tony. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean the the, the match was fine. Yeah. I, like, uh, I I don't like Tony. Um, I mean. <laughs> He, he, I mean, not he like was, not like he, as a person. Like, he, he was a good heel. Yeah, I don't have a problem with him as a person. I don't know him. Uh, his <laughs> his character, not my cup of tea. Uh, <laughs> Pentagon Junior, man, he's so great. Okay, yeah, he, he's really really great. Yeah. Um, and but man, just freaking wrestle the match. Stop yeah. playing to the crowd. Literally, like literally. Yeah. Every thirty seconds, I'm I'm not kidding yeah. or exaggerating. It's yeah. like I'm gonna land a super kick. Now I'm gonna talk to y'all for a little bit. Yeah, and then I'm gonna punch him in the face. And I'm gonna come talk to y'all for a little bit. Yeah. And it's like, dude, you're at PWG. Yeah. Everyone knows who you are. Yeah, like you He's, don't you don't have to be playing to the crowd like this. Like everyone knows you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he feeds pretty heavily to the crowd, dude. It's. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's too much. Well, it's and ma- much. maybe he's just trying to have a good time. You know, he doesn't really get an opportunity to do that a whole lot in AEW. I mean, it's a very intimate environment. I mean, you can look at it from different <laughs> angles. All I'm saying is that it didn't make for a very entertaining match. That's fair, all I'm saying. Fair play, Steven. Yeah. Fair play. Uh, I'm sure there's a reason he did it. Yeah. He, he didn't go out there and was like, I'm going to have a terrible match where I talk to everybody the whole time. <laughs> he didn't, you know, that wasn't his... His uh, intention, I'm sure. Yeah, but um, that's what happened. <laughs> j- j- just like with the the, as far as ratings go, uh, just like with the last match that uh, featured Tony Deppin, uh, there were countless times where this match should have ended and it didn't end because uh, apparently he's invincible. Um, so apparently. so he seemed uh, like he was on meth or something. I don't know. Like, oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> I gotta kick out. <laughs> uh, I gave this a C plus. C plus for me. As wow, well. we are in sync. We're here. super in sync right now. Yeah. Um, bye 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 bye. Oh, that's Backstreet Boys, right? No, that's no, that is in sync. It is in sync. Yes, okay, yes. nailed it. Nailed no it. strings attached. Nineteen ninety nine. Why did you check your watch? I don't know. To just, tell me the year. Figuring out. Yeah, I don't even know where I am. What kind of watch is that? That's a, it's a Fitbit. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. Um, but yeah, fun times, good memories. Um, uh, the the penultimate main event here, 
David Starr uh, took on Orange Cassidy. Freshly squeezed. There you go. Yes. You know, um, David Starr said he would save his long introduction for when he makes it to the Battle of Los Angeles finals. Uh, that got him some good heat. Yep. Yep. Um, I find heel David Starr to be quite interesting because I'm very used to him being like super face baby star. Uh, baby star. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. <laughs> and we were talking about pop stars. I, th- I thought Baby Spice, and then yeah, then uh, yeah. I saw Baby Spice with David Starr's mustache, and then like, oh, then it got kind of weird. Man, you're going all in there. Uh, okay, when were we talking about pop stars? Oh, in sync. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Duh, man, where am I? Yeah, where's this podcast going? Anybody? <laughs> so, somebody throw us a rope. Yeah. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Um, so yes, David Starr uh, took on Orange Cassidy. Uh, so yeah, um, this match here. Um, as Steven alluded to earlier, many matches on this card went way, way, way too long. Yes. And didn't deserve it. Um, though I will give it this. Uh, the the mechanism in this match was to make David Starr look like a really brutal heel yeah. that that um, would give... Uh, and he needed something that would, I guess, push him through the tournament, right? Um, right. That's, that's the story here, is David Starr is the the biggest heel in the battle of Los Angeles. Um, and he just spent 20 minutes beating, you know, orange Cassidy all over the place. Mm -hmm. Now there for a, for a short segment of that time, this was obviously very much a comedy match. David Starr plays off of that very well with orange Cassidy Mm -hmm. as you would. Um, but yes, uh, they, they accomplished this in 20 minutes, what they really could have accomplished in about 10 minutes had mm-hmm. David Starr just run roughshod over Orange Cassidy, really. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, it, it was a good match, you know. It was w- fine. With, with, uh, Orange Cassidy and David Starr, I mean, you kind of know what you're getting into, mm-hmm. you, you know, um, I, I don't know. It, it was long. I, I think that's my main complaint with it. Uh, I really like Orange Cassidy matches just just because, especially I like the placement on this match, uh, on this card, because mm. it's just like, here's a bunch of crazy long matches with crazy spots, and then right before the main event, it's just like, all right, go have some fun. You know, yeah, here's a crazy long squash match. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Basically. Uh, I, it definitely would have had a much better effect if, like you said, it was around the 10-minute, uh, maybe 12-minute mark. Uh-huh. Would have been a little bit better. Uh, it was still a good match. I love Orange Cassidy. I uh-huh. love Orange Cassidy. Uh, and big, big fan of David Starr, too. So seeing them together, uh, I think they did a really good job. It was yeah. very long, though. It was very long. Yeah. Um, I, I feel almost terrible for doing this, but I gave this match a C. I mean, look, if if um, using this new rating scale that we have, giving mm. giving it letter grades and not star ratings here. So C is a C is that's average. A, that's a passing grade. C, C is still a passing grade. It uh-huh. was fine. If it if, giving it an A plus would have to mean that. Orange Cassidy got brutalized by David Starr in less than six minutes, mm. which I mean that would be that would be super effective. You could still have Orange Cassidy do all of his shtick that he normally does. That's comedic. You could still have him maybe fire up and do a comeback, but a lot of this was David Starr would do something brutal and he would just you know he would do these moves and then he would kind of play to the crowd or be astonished that Orange Cassidy would kick out. And you really don't need that to tell David Starr's story in the tournament. Yeah, I agree. So, 
I mean, I don't know. Maybe you're paying Orange Cassidy by the hour. I don't right. know. <laughs> um, so uh, C from you. Yeah. B minus for me. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. Not too far. I not, mean, not not too far. Yeah. Uh, we had a um a very good main event. I thought yeah. the, the show capped off very very nicely. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daisuke Sekimoto came back for uh the second night uh to team up with Jonathan Gresham. Quite the team, yeah. uh, uh, taking on another very interesting team in Jeff Cobb and Brody King. Um, so you had three very very large men taking on Jonathan Gresham, who is very large for his size. You know, super buffed out. Now. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Um, I, I think the story of this match here is that uh, Jeff Cobb and Brody King just didn't seem to be on the same wavelength. Yeah, they weren't clicking. They weren't clicking. They weren't mm-hmm. in, in sync with each other. Bye-bye. <laughs> there you bye, go. Bye. There you go. Yep. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, um, Sekimoto and uh, Gresham seem to be a lot more, uh, they seem to be like clicking a lot more together. Yeah, well, uh, they also seemed more uh, willing to work mm. as a team, where, whereas mm. uh, Brody King and Jeff Cobb, the, there were multiple times where, uh, you know, like Jeff Cobb would, would start to go for something, mm. but then Brody King would like pull him back, you know, and, and then go for that move in himself. And so they were both kind of like fighting for the limelight, fighting for the spotlight uh, kind of thing the whole time. They got in a shoving match at, at one point in the match. Um, didn't really go anywhere from that. Like it, it escalated it to like them shoving each other, but then they kind of just let it go and, and didn't really mention that aspect for the rest of the match, which was fine. I mean, that was already like maybe the eight or 10 minute mark when they got mm-hmm. into that shoving match. Um, but no, I, I thought it was a good match. Um, definitely wasn't the best match on the card, but it was still <laughs> really fun. Um, I mean, it, it would be, it would be very hard to beat, uh, that, uh, that Tony, not Tony Devin. I'm going the opposite way now. Uh, that Jake Atlas and uh, uh, Jungle Boy match. There you go. That would be. That's it's very hard to do that. Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. I, I did put this as the second best match on the card. I gave this an A minus. Mm. Uh, I thought that it was very good technical work. All you know, from from Gresham. You know, you had uh, Sekimoto who played like the ultimate utility man here and was mm-hmm. able to be strong man. He was able to be like the legend. You know, he was able to do all. He was play, able to play all sorts of roles. Uh, Jeff Cobb being the the champion. Uh, you know, and uh, Brody King, uh, the um, I, I guess the uh, apprehensive partner mm. uh, of Jeff Cobb. So yeah. yeah, you had very good storytelling here all the way around, and yeah, it was just a very well done main event. I thought for night two. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's uh, I guess technically the second best match uh, for me at a standing at a B plus. Yes, I I, I give it a, a an A minus. Mm. A minus. There you go. Um, so yeah, very good stuff all around. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we're pretty close on most of our ratings here. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, we will do this again uh, next week and conclude Battle of Los Angeles 2019. We'll, we will be talking about the finals. Bola. 
Bola. Yep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, <laughs> if you have not uh, done so already, make sure to hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts, be it iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or any uh, other place where you might be listening to this show. Uh, we would we would love to have your subscription. Yes, indeed. Um, and uh, make sure to check out our WrestleMania reviews. We've got, uh, obviously, that show with Mags. We're also doing a bit of a roundtable for night two of wrestlemania 36 so that'll be a lot of fun make sure to check out the both of those episodes um yes 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 please um and uh yeah just uh have a good time out there ladies and gentlemen support independent wrestling absolutely uh you check out heightspots.com again they're not a sponsor we just want to do this for the love of independent wrestling check them out check out pro wrestling tees as steven said earlier Mm -hmm. uh all that good jazz uh if you are a business out there and you would be interested in doing business with headlock talk uh reach out to us uh, headlocktalk at gmail.com again it's headlocktalk at gmail.com we also have a twitter you should follow us there uh you follow me i follow you back i send you a little message it's kind of fun yeah um (laughs) so follow us there um uh at headlock talk for news and tweets and yeah just good stuff yes indeed mm-hmm. mm. steven am i missing anything here sir it's everything man it's everything all righty well hey guys we're gonna tune out here we're gonna go ahead and watch night two of wrestlemania 36 y'all take care have yourselves a great rest of the day and thank you again for tuning in thanks for listening y'all bye-bye later we're all getting more screen time, which means we're also getting more blue light exposure than ever before. Too much blue light can make your eyes feel tired, dry, or blurry. It can also affect your sleep. Zenni's Blocks lenses help to protect the eyes by keeping harmful blue light out. Because they're virtually clear, add blocks to any Zenni frame for stylish, all-day protection. Get a complete pair of prescription or non-prescription Blocks glasses starting at just $24. Protect your eyes now at Zenni.com. Okay, buddy. Nice and simple this time. In a world of Veltima fungicide, five feet reign supreme. Hey, remember? Less dramatic? Five feet. Just five feet. Five feet. Nope. Sixty inches. Look, man, just say Veltima fungicide lets you treat corn as early as five feet. Nice. Veltima fungicide from BASF. Coming sooner to a field near you. Always read and follow label directions.